say what I told you to say. Hello. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Hello. How, how are you? I am fine. <laughs> how are you? I've got that Pop Tart Kitty song in my head now. Sing it. <laughs> I think it goes meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Look, it's like that. It gets you recreating better than me. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. How's your margarita from the bottle? I like these margaritas. They're fine. No. It was right by the checkout. It was just kind of, I had to get it. That's what they do to you. They put it at the checkout. Impulse buy. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no impulse. Well, was, you were going to buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, those Trulies, the Fruit Punch Trulies. Too Me. sweet. Too sweet. Too saccharine. We're not sponsored by Truly. We're not sponsored by Truly. We if they did sponsor us, then we wouldn't talk about how the saccharine taste and how I just don't. They like really it. need to work on that. What? Dog yawns. Yeah, he wants to go. O U T. Mm, it's not going to happen until we're done recording. They're going to figure out that word one day. Yeah, animal cruelty here. They're going to have to wait. Mm -hmm. So it's been a good week. It's been a good week. Here's what. Here's something I want to say. Go that you know that the world is getting better. When you and I sit around for a while, because we can't think of a good dick. I know. It's good. We, we had to kind of like fumble around to find our dicks. Refocus. Yeah. Look around a little bit. There were plenty. And once you start looking, there was yeah, a they lot keep of choices. Up. But I just think that there weren't so many dicks in my face every day. And that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're a good person when you don't have a bunch of dicks in your face all day. Yeah, <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> all right, so we got our dicks. You have a kind of a plethora. I, I have. I think there's four. Okay, I think there's. Four. But they're all they united, all in, united in dickness. Um, do, am I going first then? With you dicks? can. Mine's a very mine's a very serious conversation. Should we start serious or end serious? I don't know. I mean, we we always start serious. Mm, true, true. I think we always end a little less seriously. Well, that's because we usually have a margarita or something. Let me go first then. Last time we were sober though. I know. Sobercast. Yeah, Sobercast. You guys can write in and let us know how that went. We should never do that again. <laughs> or maybe we made sense. I don't know. Maybe it all came together. Okay, so did you, what What did we decide? Did we not decide? I'm, I'm going to go first. Okay, I'm going to, um, yeah, all right, let's do that. Speaking of your dogs having addiction problems. And they don't, because I haven't even given them a full dose of CBD. There's something I'm, I'm holding back. Well, my uh, dig this week is the Sackler family. I see what you did there. I see what you did. I'm the good like that, linking things together. Yes. Addiction. Addiction. So we all know who the Sackler family is, correct? I do, but maybe you want to tell. I mean, I don't. Okay, our audience is when you, one of the most intelligent I know. and informed well audiences that well there read. is. But we still should just back up for a second. A little, little back up just a little bit. So the Sackler family <clears throat> is the family that obtained Purdue Pharma. Now it used to be a, and initially it was a British company. And then the um, three brothers, Arthur, Mortimer, and Raymond, okay, all physicians. Is that their birth order? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncertain. I think, but sure. Okay. All right. That's, we don't care. Um, they obtained the British company Purdue Franklin. I think that was the name. Again, investigative journalism you, you dug deep at on this its one. finest. <laughs> um, they had the Purdue Company, and the Purdue Company is the pharmaceutical company that made OxyContin. And there's a few people that have a problem with it. How many? Well, I would say... More than 10? More than 10, but the last number that I saw... Over a half a million people in just the United States have died from ODs of OxyContin. Half million have died. Mm -hmm. Worse than COVID. Worse than the COVID. Huh. Okay. So let me give you a little backstory of this philanthropic family. 
Let's hear about it. So I like them already. <laughs> so they had get that. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me go back. Remind me to go back and tell you Don't. how much how much money they have given away. Okay. And but then there's now there's consequences for them giving on it. So some of my research was Wikipedia and Patrick Raiden Keith's book, Empire of Pain. Okay, stop. Yeah. You read that book. Yeah. Yeah. You a lie. You a damn lie. I, I'm a speed reader. I learned that on Reading Rainbow, how to speed read. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't remember him teaching people how to speed read on Reading Rainbow? I don't. I didn't remember that you had adopted the skill. <laughs> so it, I kind of keep it private so I don't embarrass other people. That's very kind. <laughs> So let me give you the little history of the drugs. Okay. History of drugs first. Drug history. So we all know that morphine has been around a very long May time. May is drug history month. Drug history month. Oh, we're, we're, it's not June. No, we're still, we're in the last throes of it. Yep. Uh, morphine's been around a very long time. Yes. So it started out a derivative of morphine called MS cotton. And it was slowly released. The cotton name comes from a shell they had put around the opiate-based drug. And the shell dissolved slowly. And so instead of having to stay in the hospital after surgery and get a morphine drip, the drug was made that you could take it at home, not have to stay in the hospital, and it would release over time. Sounds convenient. Sounds nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, sounds like a good yeah, if you got to ease off pain and yeah. not spend time in the hospital. Yeah. So it was initially released in Britain with this British company, and then they realized they needed to market it in the United States. Yeah. We like drugs. We've got a lot of money to spend on drugs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> in the United States. Oh, the United States. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they realized that they have to go through the FDA to get a new drug released so instead of being really truthful in this release they told the fda that it was morphine it's just morphine it's just re it's just kind of distributed differently it's a morphine pill okay so they did okay so then they got a lot of people that were using it and realizing the benefits they and so the fda didn't want to look like a dick then and said okay well we'll grandfather you in even though it's not morphine mm. yeah so it was all begun in uh shady circumstances correct the fda didn't want to look bad that these people had yeah, gotten we used we to these drugs in, so now correct. we can't say it's bad but when we said it was good right that's good logic yeah so with any kind of drug and being um qualified for use with the FDA, you can patent that drug. But after a while, that patent can wear out, and that's where generics kick in. So the yes. patent wears out, and any drug that's out there can be picked up by other companies. Correct. So Purdue Pharma was like, we're already making a killing with this drug. We don't want that to happen. They called it, what did the guy call it? He called it the um, generic cliff. I think that's what he called it. So you reach that point and mm -hmm. or the patent cliff and you get there and you lose all your money. Yeah, you no longer. Yeah. So they use the oxy oxycodone is not oxycotton. So they used oxycodone, which is again an opiate. But then they took that cotton shell mm -hmm. and put on it and came with oxycotton, cotton, cotton. So it's, what was it called before that? Um, it was MS cotton. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You said that. And then they took oxycodone oh. and put that shell on it. And oh. that's how we got oxycotton. oxycotton. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not a fan. Okay. So time release coding. So big doses can be given post-surgery. Their big push was to people that were in, um, had late-term cancer. They got involved with the hospice end because it was about that time that Hospice was coming out probably the 80s. It was coming more into preference late 80s and early 90s. So mm -hmm. it was well received. So here's something funny is that doctors thought that this was less powerful than morphine. 
And Purdue did nothing to correct it. They were like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's not like morphine. We can administer well, it. they pushed it as that. What's that documentary we watched? Did you watch it? Tiger King? No. <laughs> we're going to get to that in a little bit. There was one on the guy, the man whose son died, and so he goes, wages this. I'll look. Continue. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, one of the other tactics that they, that Purdue Pharma used too was drug companies had not been directly marketing to doctors. The pharmacist. I don't remember that. Okay. Well, you should watch it. Okay. You should watch it as a follow-up to this episode. Um, directly to doctors. So back up Arthur, not an author, the Arthur. Gotcha. One of the um, Sackler brothers. He was one of the first ones to push Valium to doctors. Okay. So that's how Valium picked up speed is they were one of the first Valium pushers mm. and saying they were giving out vouchers like here's a free 30 day supply. And what's really kind of fucked up about that is why are you giving 30 days supply of something like Valium? Yeah, that's weird. And it's the whole system's weird to me how they can like push products at doctors. Yeah. And so one of the things, and they did that too with the Oxycontin is for mm -hmm. pain relief is they would give doctors offices, these vouchers that they could give their patients for 30 days free. Now, I don't know if you are aware of how it works in drug worlds, like illegal drug worlds, but the first rule is to give somebody a free sample and they're going to come back for more. You got to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've watched the documentary on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving these dogs one piece of CBD today. <laughs> See, get them a little taste <laughs> yeah. for it. So that was kind of fucked up for them to just start doling out pain medication, 30-day trials of pain medication. You don't know how long you're going to hurt. <sighs> yeah. So they're already great, great people. Um, they had several dosages, 10 milligram, 40, 80, and then the 80 was the most prescribed one. And they were like, you know what would probably be better? Let's double that dose. And um, I believe the FDA got involved, but a lot of doctors were like, we can't really, it's not super safe to have 160 milligrams lying around because it's so powerful that if a child got a hold of one dose, it would kill them. So, okay. They retracted that milligram. So just dosage. a poison pill. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine how high 160 milligrams is? No, and I'm not going to because I do not enjoy I do not enjoy oxy's drugs at all. I don't mind an opiate based drug, but I'll tell you this: um, with spouses having surgery, my spouse having a surgery, they gave a lot of oxy's out. I mean, and this was early mid 2000s. Mm. Yeah, crazy amounts, like 200 pills, crazy amounts. That's a crazy amount. Who the hell's going to be hurting that long? Nobody. Right. You're, you're going into sales if you have 200 pills. I mean, we should probably, well, I shouldn't announce that. <laughs> <laughs> you're already giving too many away. But that's the first, the first rule. Step I just learned. Dealing. They just taught me. They just taught me. All right. <laughs> so... Purdue always claimed that they had no idea that people were using drugs. Did they say? Oh, yes. So this was the probably early 90s that they started really pushing the drugs out into um, doctor's offices. Mm -hmm. So and um, Arthur Sackler was one of the first ones, too, that really wanted to market like set pharmaceutical reps. Yes. So he was like, this is what we need. We need clean cut, really sharp dressed seller. Like Gus on Psych. Sure. I don't, you keep talking about Psych. And I, I thought just you were down. It. I thought you were just, into it. I mean, it. I know what it is. Just never watched it. You're lost. Okay. Anyway. Take a sip. Take a sip. Speaking of drugs to get me through the day. Whatever gets you through the day. Margarita. <laughs> it's a holiday. We can have it. Um. Purdue never acknowledged um, that they had patients had problems until 2000. And they said that they found out from news outlets 
But um, here's the weird part about that is they were like, we're hearing in all this news media that people are suffering through our pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceutical companies, whenever they sell drugs, they track where the majority of their drugs are sold. So for sales purposes, correct. For marketing Marketing. purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, so they target different areas like low. One of the things they said areas that they targeted was a, um, like a blue collar working area. Cause if someone got hurt on the job, hello, they can be issued Oxycontin. Mm -hmm. So, um, Then they were, they decided that they would send someone undercover to check this out. Who's they? Uh, pharma, uh, Purdue Pharma. Oh. They took a legal secretary and they sent her out. So this is fucked up. This is a fucked up story. Okay. So like this was 2000. This is 2000 that they were like, oh, there's a problem. Okay. I'm going to have to stop you for a minute and ask you to not beat on the table again. Sorry, I can't. I'm okay. getting animated okay. what if i just feel your chest okay. okay yeah that's good that's good all right. all right okay sorry to interrupt but um you're okay. getting i'm you're glad getting a little, you're helping you're getting me a little heavy hand you're getting a little excited <laughs> okay tell me just fucked up 2000 they're like oh, there's a problem in 99 they sent one of their own legal secretaries out to see what's happening so she got they worded it as she went undercover, which I'm like, what was she howling depth undercover? She just walked into us and said, I'm in pain. So she found office. out that the, the way people were using drugs instead of the prescribed way was they were crushing them and, you know, snorting them or realizing that they would just bite the pill. It would activate fast. They didn't let the coat, the coating yeah. take longer to work. Okay. And then people were also spooning up some drugs uh-huh. and shooting it up that way. And Purdue's response was, they said there are two types of users. There's the ones that follow the directions from their doctor in taking prescribed drugs. And the other ones are just drug users. So they deserve to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's something funny about her going out in her undercover work. She got addicted. Yes. Yeah. Saw that <laughs> so she ended up in some kind of accident and her boss was like, well, naturally you need to take, ox- take Oxycontin. And subsequently she became addicted and guess what they did to her? They fired her because fired she her. has a drug Because she had a drug problem. That is great. That is the circle of life right yes. there. Yes. <laughs> So in 2010, so that was in 2000. So for 10 more years, they still sold drugs. Knowing, yeah. Knowing how fucked up it was. Knowing damn well. Yeah. 2010, they changed the formula so that you could no longer crush the pill. If you crushed it, it would kind of gum up. Oh. So you couldn't snort it or shoot it up or anything. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you're aware, but I'm not much of a scientist in that regard. No, I'm, how you I wasn't, I wasn't contemplating my staring off into the blue was not contemplating the science behind not being able to crush a pill. Mm-hmm. It was me wondering how does that benefit them? Like, why did, did they, was that altruism? It, was that really, we're trying to stop addictions no, or was there something? No, in there for I, them? They, I think that they were really feeling the heat and they had to do, do something. something. So they're like, well, we're not going to stop selling it, but we'll just change it so people can't snort it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Pregnant Pauls. Pregnant Pauls. Man, the suspense is going to kill our audience. Okay, so let's take a break. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was brought to you by really no one, mostly us. Yeah, we pay for these episodes. We pay for these episodes. I mean, you really should go to DickSunday.com, order some merch. Yeah, and then you can feel like you're giving. You can feel like a philanthropist. You too can be a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Just like the Sackler family. Philanthropic. Get that philanthropic today. feeling today. Yes. Order shirt. That was horrible. <laughs> All right, back from the break. And I got it together. Finally got it together. Let's see. Well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> so in 
So let me back a little bit up, back up a little bit. In 2007, they were found guilty of fraud in marketing because they had been saying that these pills weren't addictive. Like there's not, they had been pushing the benefits of the pill, but not the side effects. Right. So they would go in and say, these but pills isn't have- that just smart. I mean that I, it's still a dick. <laughs> it's a dick. <laughs> um, one of the claims they said, here's another reason why they're dicks. Is so people would become addicted and then the, it was becoming harder to get addicted. I like that. I like where I like where you oh, turn you now. Know, I, sorry. But let's keep going. It, it, it got harder <laughs> and then it got harder. Now let's back it back down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> People were becoming addicted and it was harder to obtain oh. <laughs> the prescriptions. So the easy way was to turn to heroin and fentanyl. Here's Purdue's response to that. Their defense was the, the epidemic the opiate epidemic is heroin and fentanyl and they don't sell heroin and fentanyl. I, <laughs> I, okay. Full disclosure. That's what I would say. Yeah. That's what I would say. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would keep pushing things like their family did. Cause you know, I'm a softie. Yeah. Okay. But I can't, I can't watch hurt. Right. But, but I would defend myself in a similar way to the way that they did. Yeah. I mean, I, their defenses, their rebuttals, I guess you would say, whenever, whenever something would come across, I mean, they were defending what was true. They yeah. weren't selling heroin and fentanyl, but they were kind of propagating for that to end up that way and it does seem that their defense relies upon or rotates around blaming the victim right we we're not we're what you you have a problem and that was their thing as they kept coming back and saying it's not the drugs right it's the user right like if you can't control it just because you just got a prescription for 200 pills that your doctor gave you because we were pushing and giving them incentives to yeah, so they're they're real great people. Um, since the 1990s, they have obtained because of OxyContin sales 35 billion dollars. Barely enough to get by. They're scraping by. So, um, Here's some, they have over, right now, they have over 2,600 lawsuits filed against Purdue Pharma. Here's where it gets fun. Now the fun begins. It's going to get fun right now. They put the company into bankruptcy. So to protect the family assets. But they've taken over $10 billion out of the company before they filed bankruptcy. So they kind of liquidated their own company before they said, whoops. Okay. We can't, we're just going to let the company file bankruptcy. Right. So the bankruptcy judge for Purdue Pharmaceuticals declared, and here's where I'm like, fucking, this is not a, um, this is a law system and not a justice system. Yes. He said that while the company is filing bankruptcy, we need to protect the family from some of the lawsuits. Yeah. Cause I, how will they, I mean, if we took away maybe 34 of that billion, how would they live on 1 billion? How are they going to be able to donate to, let me give you a list of people they donated money to who this is going to fit in with my, my dicks too. Well, that is great. Just follow the money day. Yeah. The Met, Metropolitan Museum of Art, American Museum of Natural History, the Guggenheim, the Smithsonian, the Jew- Jewish Museum, Tate Gallery, National Gallery, National History Museum, London, Royal Botanical Gardens, 
the British Museum, Shakespeare's Globe Theater, Serpentine Galleries, which they rename, renamed the Sackler Serpentine Galleries, mm. and the Louvre. That's just touching on who they've, cultural institutions they've donated to. Not to mention the list, you see this list here, of universities okay. that have given wings to the Sackler family. I mean, you're talking about Yale and Tufts, Harvard, you know, prestigious universities. Let's never sell out. Yeah, totally. We're going to hold true. The family has, the big thing is, is New York is really pushing to find out where the money has gone, but the Sackler family has taken out of the company. Um, they've hidden tons of money in LLCs and offshore accounts and different trusts. So, and they're like, oh, well, we're such givers. Like, look at us. We love the arts, but, you know, we'll fucking yeah. walk on the backs of we're people that are We're keeping this billion for us. Correct. Um, they, at the end of the Trump administration, they went to Trump and were like, can you please help us? And he started to help them. You know, Shocker! Parallel with where I'm going today. <laughs> it's just... It's just Crisscross. Crisscross. <laughs> um, they started to plead guilty, but none of the CEOs or leaders of the company were going to be involved with the guilty plea. So they said the company may have done a few things wrong, but so no send, one in charge of the company did anything so wrong. So send the, the company committed a crime correct but no person uh -uh. committed a crime right that makes a lot of sense yeah speaking of drug users burton does not like the news that you're putting out he's right like now. i want more drugs yeah that one dose of cbd did not calm me down he's gonna attack i'm a little bit frightened <laughs> so right now the sackler family is has all these lawsuits, but nothing, the family cannot be held accountable because until the filings of the bankruptcy of the bankruptcy of the company finish, it's better. So they have to work through all of the corporate levels before they can do any personal things. So yes, we need a bigger company. I know. Um, one of what they're working on now, as far as a, uh, settlement is this and not everyone is agreeing to this settlement so there's lots of states that are under have filed petition lawsuits or whatever against them um the settlement says that purdue will give four billion as a settlement to states to help with opioid addiction some states are like okay that's a starting point other states are like fuck off not enough Mm -hmm. Like you're still walk, your family's walking away with a ton of money, right? And while, that, and that's why the taxpayers are sucking this up. Part of that settlement is that the family cannot be touched after the settlement. If a state takes money from them, what you're saying is that they are agreeing that they cannot turn around and sue them. Correct. Hmm. Um, and a, another part of this agreement is that the Purdue. The Purdue pharmaceutical company that creates OxyContin will still sell and produce OxyContin because we need it. <laughs> but the revenue gained from sales will be put back into community to help with addiction. So we're going to make pills to get people addicted, but we're going to help the community with addiction issues. Big tobacco. I'm just saying, because yeah. I mean, I'm we're pro yeah. tobacco. I mean, I mean, you know, but yeah. So here's we're here's, pro small tobacco, not big tobacco. Yeah, I mean, what did what did I probably have the tops he had? I think what forty acres. I'm gonna say more than that. More than that. This whole mess down here was a good forty acres. Oh, that mess. Why are you getting mad? Cause I had to prime tobacco. <laughs> It's always going to make me mad. This is another episode. All right. <laughs> Tobacco. Tobacco. Dick. <laughs> so they're still trying to figure out this lawsuit mess. Um, but here's U.S. Representative Carolyn Maloney of New York is 
trying to get the Sackler Act passed, which states it would stop shielding assets from corporate known liability, eliminating a loophole in bankruptcy law, preventing those who have not filed for bankruptcy, the family, from obtaining releases from lawsuits filed by local, state, and federal government. So that means that if this bill passes, then they're not free and clear, that, that the family has to either declare bankruptcy mm -hmm. and then and see. They can't throw the, their company under the bus and save, save themselves. Correct. Because she's like, up. what the fuck? This is not helping. Yes. And I kind of agree with that. I agree with that too. There should be at least a minimum or something. So, for example, like if our company, if we get, when we get sued, yeah, we should be able to put it all out on Dick Sunday, right? Dick Sunday pays it, but not touch us personally. But that's because we don't make a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, was gonna say, how like, much like okay, we're going to let you keep a lot. Like, $48? At least $48. <laughs> we shouldn't talk about the money we make on the radio People. program. <laughs> <laughs> People will start coming out of the woodwork. Here's something funny, though, about the um, the three original brothers, is the Sackler brothers, is that Mortimer renounced his American citizenship. He got mad at America because yeah. he takes money away. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he died not too long ago. It was like 95. Oh, well, where does he, where, what's his citizenship? Britain. 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 <laughs> Britain's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's my dick. Sackler family. They are dicks. I want to pause. I want to say, because, I mean, you know, we're pretty irreverent, but I just want to pause and say, fuck them. I know people who've died. Well, I mean, from the whole shit storm that their right. family farted out and there's a lot of different there was so many examples of emails and inside um, memos and notes that they knew people were just dying and they were like it's no, not a great not number me i think me. one of the one of the emails or memos from richard sackler who was the nephew of um not Mortimer. Who was? Who else was it? Arthur, Arthur and Raymond. Yeah, Arthur's Arthur's nephew was like he became the CEO. So he, in the past couple of years, he was in charge. Say nineties, and he wrote a memo that gave a number of the people that have died in the past year. And he's like, not a large number to count. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just a few. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So, Sackler well, family. I just want to say, fuck them. Bad dicks <clears throat> don't like them. Yeah. Well. There's good dicks and bad dicks. Good dicks and bad dicks. We all know that. Well, those dicks suck. Those dicks suck. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to tell you before we're going to move into my dicks for the week, I want to tell you there's a lot of crossover. Okay. There's a lot of crossover with uh, politics. Okay. Buying politics. Um, there's some Trump news. Trump news. Always Trump good news. news. Trump news. Good news. Um. There was something else I thought of while you were talking that was a crossover, but I don't remember what it was. FDA? Oh, documentaries. Mm. Documentaries. Uh, so, yes, the documentary is The Pharmacist, and you need to watch that. All right. Because it I'm goes, it, it dives into that, too. It's very interesting, and it's a great documentary. You'll, you'll enjoy it. I know you like that kind of thing. So maybe I just need to post a family picture of the Sackler family. Let's, yeah, post a family picture. Family pick. Family pick of the Sacklers. Well, no one likes them, Okay. Um, Somebody does. People who follow them around and take money from them. Right. People who take money from them like Correct. Them. So these institutions, let me add one more thing. So these institutions that have received enormous amounts of money from the Sackler family are starting to take down all. Here's at first they were like, well, we're not going to take any current funds from them. Um, but now a lot of places are actually removing the Sackler name off. They totally should, especially those universities, because I feel like that a lot of the victims have been university. Yeah. I mean, they've been all spectrum. Maybe, and maybe that's just my experience because I know kids who have died at college, but that's just because of my, um, who I'm in contact with. Correct. And that they go into college in a 
seen several kids die from a crazy batch of I saw the, they, in, in part of my investigative journalism, there was a couple of people that were, I mean, just regular folks. Well, that's everybody's it's a regular folk. Regular until, folk. Yeah. And the guy, he's like, that my doctor never once told me that this could become a problem. He was like, if you feel pain, take this pill. And he was like, coming off of that, he's like, the, the pain of coming off of those drugs was so much worse than the pain of the accident. Yeah. And no one, he said that he went to the doctor and told the doctor, like, like I'm having real troubles. And the doctor was like, well, just take some more pills. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a real fucked up. It's a real fucked up situation. Well, hopefully that gets rectified. And I really do hope. I mean, they're going to get the comeuppance one way or another. Feel like the universe evens shit out. Yeah. I'm, I'm in agree, agreement with that. Yeah, totally. All right, we'll okay. take a quick uh, sponsor break. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Our sponsors want to say some things, and we'll be right back. All right. Let's get back in there. Let's get back in there. Back in there. Back in there. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow up your Sackler dicks with uh, with a follow-up. I'm going to follow up with a follow-up, okay? They're big Sacklers of dicks. <laughs> Sack of dicks. Sacklers of dicks. <laughs> Um, so I decided to revisit the most lovable dicks that we knew when COVID first hit, mm. uh, from March of 2020. Best year ever. Uh, Tiger King. Tiger King was number one. It was on everybody's mind. Everyone was watching it. Tiger so King. I thought I'd do a little retrospective of what's been going on since in the past 15 months. Since That sounds great. We'll catch up. Let's catch up with our favorite people from Tiger King. Did George ever finish watching Tiger King? No. Yeah. Okay. It's his loss, really. Yeah, I know. Um, and I want to say that I'm going to really project, present in this episode as if you've watched Tiger King. Okay. Okay. So if you have not, if you're Take one of the ones who said, I'm not watching it because the rest of the world watches it. I'm behind you. Like I do that too. I tend to rebel. If everybody's doing it, I don't want I to. See it. I want to jump on board with them. But it's a train wreck that highlights the, the human experience that we all want to watch a train wreck. Yeah. It's like slowing down at the car wreck. Yes. We all want to see what happened. That's the definition of Tiger King, and I will just tell you all, even before I begin, that the train wreck, the saga continues. Hey, speaking say. of tigers, do you remember that scene in The Walking Dead where they attacked the tiger? No. We were just talking about The Walking Dead. No. The king. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, mm, mm, I didn't, I don't, I might not have gotten that far. Well, I just ruined it for you. I liked him as a character. He was fine. It was his tiger. No, oh, his tiger went a little Took bit a cray hit. cray. No, the tiger didn't go cray cray. The zombies were the oh, cray cray. Zombies got the tiger. Zombies got the tiger. Like I don't care what strong characters were in that show. When they took the tiger out, I stopped watching. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's continue talking about tigers. I'm going to begin with Tony. The tiger. <laughs> no. He was not featured on the Tiger King. Um, you keep saying, let's go into tigers. Well, let's, let's start with Doc Anal. <laughs> anal. So, Antle. Not Anal. Like <laughs> so anal. close. Antle. Like antlers, sort of. Antle. I bet he liked an antler. Well, let me tell you that the name that he goes by is Mahamayavi. Bhagavan Antle. But he was born Kevin. His born his birth name's Kevin. <laughs> I know. Didn't it, didn't I remember seeing in there that he took on like his guru na guru named him that. Yes. But according to uh Barbara Fisher, who was a former apprentice of him, every woman who worked for him had to refer to him as Bhagavan, which means Lord. Yeah. But Antle said that it that it means friend of God. Well, he Ant just changed it. Antle's son says it means master of the universe. But if you look it up on hindu website.com, which seems legit, hindu website.com, it means 
uh, it denotes God or anyone who possesses divine qualities. Correct. I mean, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that would be dark, right? Well, what did you say? Just quit trying to look at my damn notes. I'm trying to remember friend what of he God. said. Friend of God. Friend of God. Okay. But I... All right. He might be God's friend. He had three wives. He's the one that had a bit of a harem. He has three wives and three different houses on the premises. Sometimes you can't decide. There are the three different wives, and then there was also what I discovered is the fourth Chinese friend who he sort of he's not legally married to any of these but they're wives in a spiritual sense i suppose spiritual sense is there a common law marriage in the state are they in florida um they are in south carolina myrtle beach oh myrtle beach, myrtle beach. north myrtle beach <laughs> or myrtle know. beach i don't know it doesn't matter anymore because they're pretty much the same they've merged they have merged they used to be different now they're the same He's the founder and director of the Institute for Greatly Endangered and Rare Species, also known as tigers, uh, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So if you, I mean, if you live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you're a certain grade of fucked up to begin with. You don't aspire to, I'm going to one day live in Myrtle Beach. No. And I do not understand why people from the North continue to vacation. Oh my God. When we lived up there, they were like, you grew up where? Isn't that very close to Myrtle Beach? Three hours from Myrtle Beach. <laughs> it is, but that's gross. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, I wanted to fill you in, of course, on what's been going on with them. So uh, you may or may not know that on October 9th, 2020, uh, Anna was indicted on multiple felony and misdemeanor charges. One felony count of wildlife trafficking, one felony count of conspiracy to wildlife traffic, four dis misdemeanor counts of conspiracy to violate the Endangered Species Act. Vi and, okay. Act. Act. And nine misdemeanor counts of animal cruelty. He also has two daughters, and they were also indicted in with him on the animal cruelty, which I got a little pity for them because probably we could go down for that too in some way not really because i can't be cruel to animals but other people can we're not going down like that so these charges are still pending we don't really know what's going to happen with him so he's living his life as normal the um his park whatever it's called myrtle beach safari is still running evidently you can go on facebook and check up on them for example myrtle I, beach safari yeah I, so myrtle beach safari is conducted inside his Tigers Institute for Greatly Endangered and Rare Species. Uh, it the tigers includes a safari, Myrtle Beach Safari, where you can kind of drive around. I don't know if you drive or walk or whatever, but you get to hang out with animals. Evidently, um, in May tenth, twenty twenty one, was one of his most recent posts. They had a gender gender reveal party at Myrtle Beach Safari with Bubbles the elephant. And Bubbles the Elephant evidently is having a girl. I saw a lot of pink confetti in that picture. Okay. So if you want to keep up with Doc, you can just keep up with him on his Facebook page. The charges are still pending, and we don't know what's going to happen with that. Don't they know that that name Bubbles has already been taken by a very prominent... Michael Jackson's chimp. I mean, we, we touched on that last episode. We'll touch on a chimp <laughs> named Bubbles. Let's talk about Joe Exotic. <laughs> What's that old so-and-so up to? Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage. He's not up to a lot because he's in jail. He's he? in jail. He's still up to a lot. You wouldn't believe it. Let's talk about it. Okay. So we know that, or you may know that. Who doesn't know that? In 2019, he was convicted on 17 federal charges of animal abuse. Two counts of attempted murder for hire for against Big Cat Rescue CEO Carol Baskin. AKL, AKA. That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> uh, he's in a serving a 22-year sentence in federal prison. Didn't he try and, uh, before Trump left his office, he was yeah. pleaded to Trump. I told you it was a Trump mix-up here, Okay, too. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So he has, since he's been in prison, expressed remorse for different things. First, he said he feels bad about Cap Singing at that... Funeral. He does not feel remorse about the way he acted at Travis's funeral, as far as I can tell. But he should. I feel like it was one of the best funeral speeches I've ever heard. Just 
Yes. <laughs> uh, he has said, if I would have known 20 years ago what life inside a cage is like, I would never have had a zoo. Ah. It doesn't matter if it's a tiger or a gerbil. No animal belongs in a cage. Look at him. Okay, so now he got a little taste of his own medicine. He feels bad about that. He also said that he was done with Carol. We'll come back to this because he's Circle young. back to that. Okay, here's a little... Um, philosophical moment do you think that by his remorse of hey nobody should be in a cage once he's put in the cage people that conduct heinous crimes if they went through such an experience that they put their victim through do you think that they would experience remorse are you saying is joe exotic uh, 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 an argument for the punishment should fit the crime. Sure. Sure. All right. Okay. Move on. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So Joe Exotic uh, broke his silence on Baskin's hub husband, Howard. And because ha Howard said they would support the early release of Joe Exotic on one condition that Joe Exotic would support the Big Cat Public Safety Act, which is a big thing that the Baskins were pushing, old Carol and Howard. And they said if Joe supported it, they would support an early release from him. And Joe said, okay, yeah, I support that Big Cat Safety Act. Uh, what does that act entail? So it has to do with the way in which who can have big cats and what can be done with them. So Pet Carol Baskin can have all the big Carol cats. Carol Baskin can have a bunch of them, mm -hmm. okay, but just not normal people. Of course she can. I feel like that that's like the asterisk at the asterisk at the end of that. Yes. So I mean, so remorse. So talk about his remorse. He feels somewhat remorseful to Carol. He feels remorseful about putting animals in cages. Um, but let's move on. So he was shooting for a pardon from Trump, mm -hmm. but before Trump left office, he was shooting for that. He said that the exotic legal team was so confident and bragging about a pardon that they set up an exclusive agreement with Texas based heaven on wheels limo service. For, they had already set up the limo to pick him up, to pick him up out of jail when Trump pardoned him. I hope. I mean, I hope I don't ever need a legal team, but I want to name them the exotic legal team. Legal team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people will call them, whether you want it or not. <laughs> so that happened, but it didn't happen. Okay. He didn't get picked he up. He did not get pardoned. After that, shortly after that, in March of 21, um, Dylan Passage, his current husband, announced that they were be seeking a divorce. <gasps> yeah. He and Dylan are getting divorced. Say it ain't so. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, if you want to keep up with Dylan Passage, which I started to, but lost my place, uh, he has a large presence on Instagram, and it looks like he's living a fine life. Okay. All right. Dylan's doing well. Well, most people on Instagram look like they're living a fine uh, yes, life. That's <laughs> the rule of Instagram is you got to look like you're living a fine life. <laughs> it's a fine life on Instagram. So anyway, they're getting divorced after three years of marriage. Just um, three years. Dylan they barely said, knew one another. Dylan said that. <laughs> well, this he married him two months after Travis died. Remember that. He married Dylan two months after his former husband's death. Suicide. Uh, so anyway, that's happening. And then, so also, you may not know this, and this is sad news after break to the listening public. If you do not know that, Joe Exotic now has been found to have prostate cancer. <gasps> Thoughts and That's prayers. Right. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. He says, I have lost a tremendous amount of weight. The mouth sores are out of control. I throw up more than I eat. I don't want anyone's pity. What I need is when John Phillips gets the evidence he's working on, I need the world to help him get President Biden and VP Harris and the Attorney General to listen to the evidence. So Trump didn't work out, so he's going to work on some Biden and Harris and see if maybe they can do something for do him. Do you think Joe Exotic is a Democrat or Republican? What did he run? Didn't he run as an independent when he was running for I mean, governor? I think so. What city? He state? ran on his own. Yeah, I think he's. Take it. He does his own thing. Joe Exotic. 
which is, you know, that's always been my, always been my theory. I'll say it again right now in front of everybody, that the reason that Joe Exotic went down is because he ran for governor, because he made a mockery of the system in the eyes of those people who think they're in charge of the system. And after that is when they went after him. Why, why would they not let him go ahead th through? Because he's a white male. He's gay. Oh, okay. that is a big X so right there. There you go. White male, but he's not fully using his maleness to penetrate vaginas. So, yeah. therefore, he's not a real male. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, but let me tell you about his latest thing, his crypto coin. Oh, he's in on that. He's a crypto coin. He's creating his own coin. It's called the T-King. Oh. T-King. You can invest. Okay. Um, like T-I-K-I-N-G. T, not T-I. T-K. T-K-I-N-G. T-K-I-N-G. Yeah, T-K-I-N-G. He's entering the crypto market. He has launched about $200,000 worth of his coin. Okay. Um, and on his website, so even though he said he's done with Carol Baskin and that's over, on his website, and you can visit Joe Exotic's website if you want to keep up with him. Uh, he says, we will never let Carol win. Find your inner tiger as Joe T. King and his legal team staged the comeback of the century. We will land the first tiger on the moon to free Joe. Team Joe for the win. They're going to put a tiger <laughs> on the moon. I don't know what that means. Okay. That's what they said. But yeah, I mean, he's still got ambition and such is what I'm saying. So he's in prison, prostate cancer, crypto coin, a lot's going on with Joe Exotic from his jail cell. Divorce. Mm. So it's a lot to take in in his little tiny unit. It's hard to keep up with him. Sorry, to this tiny unit, <laughs> tiny jail unit. <laughs> okay, let's move on to one of yours and my own favorites. Jeff Lowe. Oh, that old so-and-so. Jeff Lowe. Okay. I mean, pretty much he needs to link up with Diane Feinstein for women's rights. <laughs> he loves... He loves women. He loves, he loves women. women. He loves women. All right. Well, let me tell you this. Let's remind so, listeners that when his, were they married? His oh, wife. Coming, we're coming around to it. Lauren. Okay. okay yes. Lauren. So Lauren was on the Tiger King and she was pregnant. And one of the most <laughs> remarkable lines out of his mouth was number one, I'll choose the nanny. Yes. Cause she has to look good or she has to look good. And number two, soon as she pops that baby out, she's going back in the gym. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> those two things and we'll, we're going to talk a little bit more about that okay but well, i hope that she's back in the gym i bet she has been let's talk about why in a moment put that shit on pause hold on let's talk about okay, i'm so excited june 2020 okay let's back up because i kind of did it chronologically is when he lost winwood park mm. now i had to do some research because i kept getting confused because winwood park he changed the name to Tiger King Park in May of 2020. So he was trying to capitalize on the whole Tiger King sensation mm -hmm. and changed the name to Tiger King Park just because, you know, everybody knows who Tiger King is at that point. But he lost it to Carol Baskin. Okay. Um, so he said, we anticipated her getting the title to that park that once belonged to Joe Exotic, and we did not challenge her attempts to do so. All of Jeff's focus is on, at that point, opening the new Tiger King Park in Thackerville, Oklahoma. Okay. So, Carol took over Tiger King Park in Wynwood. He opened a new Tiger King Park in Thackerville. So, May of 20, 2020, there's a video from TMZ of Jeff and his wife, Lauren, opening a letter, an anonymous letter that contained a single piece of paper with a handwritten note that said, the corpse lies under her house and signed by the faithful witness. Mm. What? So that's an allusion to Carol Baskin's husband, first husband, first one of her husbands. I think uh, it was her first husband. Supposedly that she killed, according, according to Joe, she killed him. Mm -hmm. Fed him to Tiger. So that's something that happened after Tiger King is that Jeff and his wife received an anonymous letter saying where the body was. How could they get to the house to uncover it? I don't even know. I don't even know. So let's move forward to 
uh, November of 2020. Okay. November of 2020 is when sources close to Tiger King stars told TMZ that two of the biggest adult entertainment companies reached out to Jeff Lowe and his wife, Lauren, to offer them big money for a sex tape with lots of intercourse. They were supposed to shoot three videos. Okay. One of Jeff and Lauren having sex together. One, another of them having sex with their nanny and one with them and another guy of Lauren's choosing. Did yes. they follow through? Sources said that Jeff and Lauren were definitely going to go through to sign the sex tape deal, but they're still deciding on what company to go with. That's in November of 2020. Extensive internet searches could not find current sex tapes. Okay. So there's maybe... You mean about still, seven to eight minutes? Maybe. Of looking yes. online. So there's that. But let me show you the picture of his nanny. Oh, well, thank goodness that he got someone that looks responsible and motherly. Motherly, maybe because of the size of those breasts. But responsible, she's carrying she's, a gun. She's got a loaded gun in this picture. We'll put a picture of her. Okay. We'll put this on Instagram. The picture of their nanny. I can't imagine why anyone would want to see her having sex. No, she's, I mean, she looks like... She's fucking, okay. She's fucking Mary Poppins. She's okay. So, so we've got that to look forward to. Some sex tapes of Jeff, his wife, and the nanny. Should be coming out anytime. I wonder if it's going to be, um... Oh, what did I tell you? Fans only? Fans, it might be fans only. Like our <laughs> other tapes. Um, so in March of this year... He reportedly had a stroke, mm. Jeff Lowe. They were at the Windstar World Casino in Texas, somewhere in Texas. I don't remember the place. But uh, his wife claimed that his drink was poisoned. And that's what caused the stroke that's because people did. are after him, according to her. Um, all the toxicology came back negative. We'll say that. That's weird. Yeah. So no poison was found. But Lauren says he was poisoned. People are still after them, evidently. The drama continues. And then finally, just a couple of weeks ago, the federal authorities confiscated 69 big cats from the new Tiger King Park. Are they trying to be funny with the 69 big cats? <laughs> like they were like, let's just say 69. I don't know. This is from the New York Times, so I got to trust their number of 69. <laughs> but maybe they chose it specifically. Um, yeah. So there's all of these things. So Jeff Lowe, not dead, despite his stroke, the saga continues. That guy's a dick. Check up on his nanny. Okay. We'll we'll post a picture on our Insta of his okay, nanny. Okay, so who's next? That bitch Carol Baskins. We're gonna close out with that bitch Carol Baskin. Okay. Let's see where we started. Carol Baskin since this show. Uh in June 2020 is when she gained Joe Exotics Park. Okay, she got that from Jeff Lowe uh, because on the basis that Joe Exotic fraudulently transferred the zoo's real estate to his mother to avoid creditors and particularly Baskin's judgment agreeing against him. So Baskin's won a judgment. Baskin won a judgment against him. And then he just put everything in his mom's name and they were that's like, the that's a fraud. It. So now it goes to Baskin. Okay. Uh, also, June 2020. A sheriff in the county that Baskin resides in, Hillsborough County, revealed an update on the Lewis case. And Lewis was her former husband oh, okay. that's dead. That under sheriff, her house, according to that. Under the, according to the letter who was under the Anonymous house, letter. Uh, that sheriff stated explicitly that Lewis's will was forged. That gave everything to Baskin. And as a matter of fact, in the will, it specified that should he disappear... Everything goes to Baskin. Oh shit! Yeah, that's shady as hell, right? That's weird. And then he just I'm disappeared. Have to work on my will. <laughs> make sure it states things like that. Okay. So the sheriff there, Chad Cronister, said he had two experts look at the document and both reached the same conclusion that the husband's will was forged. It did say in that article as well, though, that it was unlikely that they would be able to get her on that because they couldn't prove who forged the will. Yeah. There you go. 
In 2020, also, Baskin was cast in season 29 of Dancing with the Stars. I know. I did not watch that because I don't give a fuck about Dancing with the Stars. Me neither. <laughs> but I kind of want to see Carol Baskin dance. And also, during the season premiere, when she danced to Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Oh, look at that. Uh, they received 11 out of a possible 30. Let's talk about the score for a second. And during the episode, several... Florida television markets appeared, ran a commercial spot asking for anyone with information about the disappearance of her husband to come forward. Shit. Who ran that? Uh, did they hundred thousand I mean, dollar reward? I don't know. We'll have to look who up like, who ran was behind that? it. Uh-huh. Whether it was the police or who. Good question. So anyway, Dancing with the Stars, that's what she's on to. Also, October of 2020, after that, she came out as bisexual. Weird. Where did she would do that? Mm, crazy cats and kittens. As beautiful of a specimen of a man her husband is. Howard is a pleasure treasure. <laughs> I I don't I mean, but you know, you 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 don't know who you are. You you learn and you grow. No. We learn we grow. Speaking of learning and growing, after the twenty twenty one storming of the United States Capitol, Baskin left the Republican Party and became an independent. Oh, look at her. She can't be associated with crazy people. No. No, that's where she draws the line. She's not going to be with old so-and-so. All right. Uh, Let's talk about this. Uh, In May of this year, oddly similar time to Joe Exotic, she came out with her own cryptocurrency. What was it called? It's called a cat. Like what? C-A-T. Oh. Cat. Cat. Um, it's she said our new cat coin is not a currency for investment, but rather is a currency of our fans to show their love for the cats. Mm, yeah. Currency. Yeah. It's gonna <clears throat> launch in a couple of weeks. And she has future plans in, that include a cat metaverse with virtual visits with the cats. She I I do know that you can reach out to her and you can get a she'll give you a personal shout out for somebody's birthday. Or, you know, anniversary. She will take time. your money. That is still a fact. That's that I'll come to in just a minute. Well, you know, we should take that on as well. <laughs> you know we, what? You we reach should out learn us. from Carol Baskin. We grow and she we learn. She came out on top of this whole situation and she's still We grow and we learn. We'll, she's still we'll on put top. out there that we can give shout outs to people's birthdays or anniversaries. Let's talk about that Big Cat Public Safety Act. All right, let's do. Which she was heavy behind, Okay. She made several, several, several donations to politicians. Now, I didn't look back and see what she donated before the Big Cat Safety Act. By the way, what do you think Jeff Lowe was prosecuted under? The Big Cat Safety Act that Carol Baskin was behind and pushed through Congress by using her money. Let me tell you this. She's a smart dick. She is a smart dick. That's why I said we should take our cues from Carol Baskin. She's a smart dick. Um, So this year, though, post-passing, so the the act passed in December, but then I looked at her political contributions, which you can see on the Federal Election Commission site. You can see who gave what. Uh, That she has given over $18,000 this year, 2021, to different political campaigns, including Richard Burr gave him $1,000. He's from North Carolina. That's why I put him in there. She continues to donate to politics even after her act got passed. Uh, also, on her website, if you go to the Big Cat Rescue, big, uh, you can donate to her on the website. Or, you know how on Facebook, you know when you have your birthday and you can do a fundraiser? fundraiser. You could do Carol Baskin as your fundraiser. I wonder if I could do a fundraiser to myself. You can. But what I want to say <laughs> is this. She's out there just this year in the past five months, eight, over $18,000 she's given to different politicians but she's taking donations how's that she's she barely getting by but she's pushing legislation through legislation which has led to the downfall of at least two of her enemies that's what i'm saying like she is a smart dick like she she's gonna playing. use her money to out cat other people that love big cats that's what the hell she does you got it Follow, I mean, look she's at her. crazy like a cat. She's crazy, but 
she's a dick she's a dick she's a dick and well we got caught up on everybody because i was you know i've been worried and concerned about where keep they thinking are about them. keep thinking about them. like what about jeff jeff lowe what about his nanny well we can look forward to the sex tapes <laughs> god so in closing i want to ask you this mm -hmm. of of the tiger king dicks who's the biggest dick uh, that bitch Karen Baskin. Yeah. I mean, and, and she's a dick because she, just like the Sackler family, she's a smart dick. Yeah. She's using, working the system. She's working the system. She's using, she's, she is exploiting tigers as much as Jeff Low. Low. <laughs> and uh, Joe. Joe Exotic have. Yeah, and Doc Antler probably. Right. I mean, she she's exploiting them in the same way, except that she's going for government regulation yes, on it. Yes, the reason that she stays clean, uh -huh. see my air quotes, is that she is giving money to politicians rather than trying to overcome mm -hmm. other politicians like Joe Exotic. Yeah, she's just putting them, she's rubbing their dicks. Yeah. Like, and that's, so, anatomy. And that's an anatomical reference. And so, yeah, she's going to come out on, come out on top. She, maybe. Ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are our dicks. I said that, you know, that's this newest edition of Dick Sunday. We know there are dicks in your life. Hey, you guys should write in it. Um, we are at dicksunday.com at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. You can write in with your comments. You or, find us on the Facebook. Yeah. Send us toward the dick of your choosing. We'll, we'll do some deep investigations. I mean, you can pretty much call her Chi Connie Chung and me. Somebody Sally else. Jesse Raphael. Oh, yes, you all. <laughs> Think you're a big Sally Jesse. Yeah. Jenny Jones. Yeah, I don't know how much digging she did. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, so um, if you haven't been a dick yet this week, we know that it is trying to burst out in various ways. So just take a day to be a dick. Right. Be kind, but take a day to be a dick. Right. Don't rewind on Sunday. You remember Blockbuster had the stickers on the tape that be kind, rewind. I ain't doing that. Okay, well, we need to bring that back. Be kind, rewind this episode for your friends. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> do that. <laughs>